Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen, D A D, and I'm joined by. Don't we have a name for this fake championship that you hold? No, no, no. no but you, but you are this. Yes, because it used to be the interim yes. jam that championship. Yeah, yeah. It is now just the the. Well, it's... we'll get in, we'll get into the name of it in yes, a second because yes. we did have some ideas. It's a brilliant <laughs> idea sent into me. Uh, uh, but Sullivan Bo Brown. Yes, thank you. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How was your Jubilee weekend? It was good. My platy-jubes was, uh, was very fun. Uh, really, uh, I really relaxed, actually, uh, in preparation for Hell in a Cell. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to be too sleepy, which Adam clearly didn't do. Mm, uh, he, he was a sleepy boy. He was so sleepy. At one point, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go alone. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sleepy. Just Sullivan on his own. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, look at that. Ooh, cool. Wow. Let's, let's read your altar chats. <laughs> <laughs> no more? All right. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> How many hours have we got? Two, two, two hours? Two left. hours. That's, that's the, the half of the first match done. <laughs> <laughs> you waking up, Adam? No? You're yeah, asleep? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay well, cool. There we go. Yeah, there cool. We go. How, how was your platy dubes? Uh, it was very lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, I went to a barbecue on the Friday because I wasn't working. Mm hmm. Uh, so I went to a friend's house for a, a barbecue and he'd put up some flags. He'd put up a, f- a couple of flags in the morning mm. and he was like, I thought I'd make this a bit uh, fine for the Jubilee. We were like, well, that all looks very nice. Then he sent us a message a bit later on and said, I've gone too far with the flags <laughs> and it now looks like a BNP rally. <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain point, there's a certain line. So I said, there's a fine line. <laughs> so you've got to tread. And unfortunately, he went one side of it and it was like, oh, I put too many up now. <laughs> what I love about it is that he can't take them down. Apparently. Oh, no, no, they're there now. <laughs> if he takes them down, the place looks uneven. Yeah, exactly. It's not evenly distributed. <laughs> yeah, they, they go, they, people would say, I'd rather it be a BMP rally than be uneven. <laughs> and to half ask this, come on, Dan. Oh, you got a three-year-old also running around asking for a dummy. But come on, man, put some effort in. It's the Platinum Jubilee. 
brother, you were fascist. <laughs> so I did that. And then on the Saturday, my in-laws were around. Um, so that was quite lovely. Mm-hmm. And then, no, on the, no, what day was it? I've lost track of all the days. Yes. Saturday. It was the Saturday. Uh, I went to a community event in my village. Oh, very um, nice. They had done a, they'd taken over the park, mm-hmm. um, one of the parks. And I thought it was just going to be a couple of stalls, mm. you know, uh, someone doing a bit of food, someone selling some ice cream. Yeah. Um, they'd advertise some bands that were uh, playing, so some local acts. I thought this would be quite nice. Got down there. The, they've managed to make the field look huge. There was a fairground there. Mm. A massive fairground with a ghost yes. train and a huge inflatable slide oh, and like a little great. spinny whizzy thing. And the stage they had for the uh, the bands was a 18-wheeler truck yeah. that had like the sides lifted up. Mm. So, you, you know, they had the stage there. They had two of them. Oh, my goodness. Two of them backed up against each other, which what I thought was a genius move because as soon as one band finished, the next band just started because they were already set up. Incredible. And while they were playing, the other band took their stuff down and the next band after them got their stuff set up. That's fantastic. It was a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. And I saw... um, what were they called? Holly's Buddies. Great. Which was a Buddy Holly tribute band. <laughs> Big fan of that. It was very, very lovely. Yeah. And uh, I felt like the youngest person there. Uh, <laughs> because despite the fact that my village apparently is up and coming and it's been gentrified and it is appealing to young families such as myself. Mm. Oh, there were quite a lot of old fellows there. <laughs> a lot of old people with their flags and their little uh, seats and whatnot. <laughs> it was very nice. Oh, that's great. I had a couple of beers with me in-laws in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we waved some flags. Great. Oh, I didn't wave any flags. But you know, some people waved some flags while they listened <laughs> to music and had a bit of a dance. Yep. Proper nan dancing. Great. Um, you, the way your Auntie Jean dances at a wedding. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that to, to Buddy Holly cover songs. Uh, and that was, that was it. And then we went home about three o'clock because the kid was tired. Oh, fantastic. Well, this is great. It was very nice. Yeah. I had a, a veggie burger from a van. Oh. And I had Bailey's flavoured ice cream. Oh, delicious. Very was, nice. Well, it's delicious. Because my wife had said to me, um, my kids uh, had an allergic reaction to eggs recently. Very deserving. We had to go away and eat stuff. Mm. So my wife's not trying to have too much dairy in case, like, it's not just eggs. It's dairy brackets yeah. general. Yeah. So she's trying not to have too much dairy at the moment. Mm. So I said, do you want any ice cream? She said, no, because of the dairy. And I said, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go up to the ice cream van and get it. She goes, oh, I saw that they had um, a Bailey's one. I mean, you can get what you want, but if you wanted to get one that I might also like, I could then have some of it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, you know, I like Bailey's, so it's a good job. But I was standing there. They had like a Dr. Pepper one. They had a Skittles one. Oh, my goodness. Uh, There was like three, a Terry's Chocolate Orange one. There was like four or five probably would have picked over the babies <laughs> was this was this ice cream store run by uh, a five-year-old with their their dreams coming true <laughs> were they making wishes happen <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i mean it was just it was very nice and yeah. uh, my, my father-in-law bought it for me as well so i went up there with my father-in-law and he was like two ice creams please <laughs> we got our ice creams cheers them and we walked away <laughs> Fantastic. It was very nice. So, yeah, I've got a very lovely uh, Platney Jubes mm. and then Sullivan Bow Brown. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get into the main show itself and then I'll tell you what I did in the evening. Oh. But first, here is the Raw Review. Talking about Edge. Here it is. Here's the show.
we're going to talk about the championship then. We got so distracted by curry chat. Yes, we did. Yeah. Oh. If anyone's wondering why we were late going live today, it's because Sullivan and I got into a massive debate about the way to eat curries. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Nothing was resolved. No, I mean, could we? should we do a poll? Yeah. Let's do a poll. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, Jenna, can we get a poll, please? Mm. Uh, which is better, Papadom or Naan? Mm. Yes, absolutely. We won't say which of us picked. Nope. Absolutely. We'll, we'll let the I people think, decide. Yes, 100%. Pop a dom or none, please, and we'll we'll have a chat about that later on. Yes. Um, but anyway, I mean, I suppose we'll talk about Raw as well while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a, a massively... This is a weird episode of Raw. It was mad. Wacky old episode of Raw. All over the place. It but, was all over the place. But I kind of loved it. In a way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, like, I mean, when I think back to that Ms. TV segment... <laughs> What's going on with that? But, like, it started with a regular promotion for Ms. and Maurice. Yep. It had a Champer appearance in the middle. Yep. It had a Roman Reigns challenge in the middle. <laughs> and it ended with the Miz in his pants. <laughs> also, the Becky segment as well. Becky's fighting for the 24-7 champion every championship, everyone. Those things happened. <laughs> I was so happy she didn't win that. <laughs> I don't do this to her. She, she's so much I, I did write when I was like, oh no. Oh, Becky, oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. But I uh. think the weirdest segment for me here was this Judgment Day segment. Mm -hmm. So, uh, because <laughs> apparently the poll is now three options it's Papa Dom and Nan, or what is this all about? <laughs> Come on. Come on, come on, people! We've all been to a curry house. We, we all know the we all know the argument. Yeah. Papa Dom or none? Yeah, everyone's arguing arguing up and down the country. Up and down, for the last I don't know sixty years, I think yeah. we've been asking this question. Yeah, yeah. It's the country that's divided the nation. Yep. And um, there's only one answer, and, and there is only one answer. The correct answer. Yes, and we'll find that what that is at the end of the episode. <laughs> Or if you listen to the podcast. But anyway, so um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, this Judgment Day segment for me was the weirdest portion of this. Mm. So there's no countdown to Cody this week because Cody Rhodes opened the show. Yeah. So instead we had a countdown to Judgment Day reveals its newest member, mm. which is very, in uh, very interesting because Edge has been teasing a lot on social media, like who it could be. Could it be Tommaso Ciampa? Could yeah. it be Corey Graves? Yeah. Could it be... Uh, Deedly D, like you know, yeah. all these very names. He had that promo a couple of weeks ago where mm -hmm. he was name dropping a few people. Yeah. So there was lots of like you know debate and this and the other and like fan speculation. A lot of people thinking that Balor mm. is going to be part of the group. Yeah. After all, I can't even think of the last time he's won on pay per view. <laughs> It no. certainly isn't since he's been called up to the main roster. <laughs> he did win in his NXT stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think his last pay-per-view win was against Kyle O'Reilly. Oh. Which I think says a lot about <laughs> Finn Balor's run in WWE. Absolutely. So, yeah, not a great run for, for Finny, Finn Balor. Yep. We nicknamed him Pin Balor. Yeah. Because the div keeps getting pins. Yes. He's a bit crap. Mm. And... So it makes sense for him to join Judgment Day mm -hmm. because the whole point of the group is finding these lost sheep and sort of like, you know, uh, Edge, this master shepherd is just like guiding them into the light mm. uh, and revitalizing people's careers. Yeah. Look what he's done for Damien Priest. Yeah. Look what he's done for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Or the fact that she got pinned last week. <laughs> they won at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like in a fair fight, the whole thing with Judgment Day has been about the numbers game. Yes. And in a fair fight at Hell in a Cell, they still won. Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's it Finn's the perfect sort of candidate for this. To be honest, Champa would have been a really good candidate for this yeah. as well. But Finn is a is a perfect candidate for this. It all seemed to make sense. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, big fan of Finn joining the group. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he needed something. Mm-hmm. Needed like an injection in the arm to like reboost his career. Mm. And then you've got a really interesting group here because you've got Edge possibly going for a world title, particularly because you need some big stars. Yeah. Uh, in this company at the moment. Yeah. So you've got Edge going for the world title. You could have Finn and Priest as a tag team. Perfect. And Rhea going after the women's title. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Finn and Priest going up back after that Universal Championship. The, yeah. uh, sorry, the uh, United States Championship, the championship that they have both held in the past. Yeah. Some really interesting stories in there. Yeah. But then for some reason, <laughs> Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest, <laughs> whose careers have been helped by Edge, <laughs> said. Now, the problem with this group is you. (laughs) And and they turned on him and said, now this loser Finn Balor here, he's the guy to lead us to the promised land. (laughs) And I was like, well, swerve, I guess. After they had one chat last night. They spoke to the loser of the fight they just had and went, you should be leading us, exactly. not this winner over here. Exactly, yeah, the guy that pinned Finn Balor at the pay-per-view. No, it's the guy that Edge pinned at the pay-per-view. <laughs> that should be the guy to lead this group. And I don't know, I'm literally reading my notes here, lol, they just broke up Judgment Day. And it's so funny because I think back to the conversation that Ollie and I had mm. uh, in the Hell in a Cell review. Yeah. Well, I I was wrong uh, in sort of like my assessment of the, the Hell in a Cell match. Because I went into it and I was like, I don't really get what the story is here. The story is that like, you know, the whole thing was that Edge and Rhea and Priest kept beating up AJ Styles because it was the numbers game. They kept mm. beating him in the numbers game. So Ed, like AJ needed to go and find some friends. Mm. And he found friends in Balor and Liv. Yeah. But then still Judgment Day won. Mm. And all he was looking at was like, yeah, because Edge is helping. Like, that's the whole point of this group is that he is completely revitalized these guys. Yeah. And now they are much better than what they were. And they're much better at and stronger together as a unit mm. than three randos who are coming together to try and beat them up. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a bit like um, uh, a spooky version of the Blackpool Combat Club mm. where the Regal and, and, and uh, you know, now Wheeler Utah joining them. And like now he's been elevated in a similar, similar sort of way. Um, and it's really effective as a, as a, as a storyline. Look, these guys are really important because I've made them really good. And now, and now, you do as an audience member go like oh yeah they are really good yeah you because you've told me how great they are so yeah i believe you and then a year down the line yep you could do this priest and rear ripley and finn balor being like we have now outgrown new edge yes the students have become the masters mm-hmm. and then you do the big turn and finn balor announces that he's the new leader there yeah 100 you don't do that <laughs> i mean i haven't checked but what Four weeks after they come together as a group, yeah, yeah, like all of them all together, yeah. It was it was backlash. backlash. So it's only been a month since they've all been together as a group, as a three, yeah. <laughs> and one chat was all it took. <laughs> well, there, I mean, for someone who was constantly called the crowd sheeple, <laughs> Damien Priest is easily swayed. <laughs> the world's most fickle team. Yeah, <laughs> you would never trust them, and it's kind of like. And that's you're right. Like it, it's made them feel really lame. 
Yeah. Because they are just fickle children. Yeah. And it almost feels like, you know, 60-year-old men writing this script being like, well, these bloody millennials. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't know their arseholes from their elbows and they just <laughs> think they know everything. Generation me. <laughs> Probably posting about this on the old Instagrams. And they're... <laughs> Turning on the old guys. Yeah, and with the lines like, you know, we don't like to be told what to do anymore. Why? I yeah. mean, we're just going to do what Finn tells us to do instead. Yeah. <laughs> was... well, what are you talking about? And it's, it's kind of a show. I, I wasn't hugely into the Judgment Day group, mm. only because I don't think they really established what the group was. Mm. Like one week, we, you know, we reviewed the yeah. show where they were just spooky. Yeah. And they made lights like. Damien Priest won a match by turning on some lights <laughs> with his mind, <laughs> and he and I th- did he know did he lose that match? I think yeah because the, they the lights came blue and then it went to commercial and they came back and the match was over. Yes, and I yes, think they yes. might have said AJ won via via purple purple yeah. yes. <laughs> And then the week after that, they magicked into a locker room yep. to beat up AJ, I think it was. Yep. So they were like, they're magic, and then they weren't magic. Yep. And then Rhea Ripley was in a helmet. And, then... <laughs> and now, does the magic powers, if they, ha- if they have, tra- do they transfer over? Does it, has Finn inherited magic powers? Was he always magic? Well, I mean, he can turn into a demon. So yep, this maybe, is very true. maybe he's actually the right person to be turning to. Maybe Rhea and Priest looked at it and said, we're not magic enough. <laughs> we're not turning into demons, Edge. <laughs> and Edge is just sitting there going, it's just face paint. He's <laughs> <laughs> on his ass at Extreme Rules last year. Don't follow him. That's the most notable thing he's done since he came back. In a whole year, the most notable thing he's done is fall on his ass because I think God interfered in a match on Roman's behalf. I think it was never fully discussed what happened there. No, no, never was, no. So yeah, so I was never hugely into the group, but I, the, the group had quite a lot of potential also yeah. because like an invading faction and like growing numbers mm. i think it'd have been really interesting and as i said like adding members into it yeah going off city because rhea ripley at the end of this night won a fatal four-way so she's now challenging bianca belair for the raw women's championship yeah they're going after gold now yep you're gonna put i was thinking like oh you could put edge and money in the bank edge mm. this as a leader of a faction with the money in the bank briefcase. Perfect. God, there was so many really interesting things to be done there. Yep. But nope, we because. <laughs> and I think this is because Cody's injured. Mm. I think Cody getting injured has made them change their plans. And they were like, oh man, we now don't have a top baby face on Raw. Mm. Because Cody is out. Randy is the most over babyface, but he's not always here because yep. he's not quite on a part-time schedule, but like Roman Reigns gets to have two months off. So yes. can't really rely on him to be there every single week. God, so is Edge. Mm. Um, yeah. Why would you... So then <laughs> they were looking at their list of babyface and they were like, well, pff, it's going to be AJ, is it? Can't put AJ as a top babyface. <laughs> Balor, you have no bubble. It's not going to be Balor, is it? <laughs> I guess our only option here is to turn Edge babyface again <laughs> after... Eight weeks after he turned heel. Yeah, why not? Why not turn Seth babyface? Because hmm. they they basically in the first You're open, right? Yeah, well, they they basically did it, and then they went, oh no, actually, <laughs> because we need to set up Cody for another feud when he gets back. Yeah, absolutely. I get Seth Rollins again. <laughs> e e man. Yeah. <laughs> when he came out and attacked Cody, and I was like, oh, I bloody knew this feud would continue. <laughs> infuriating because i genuinely thought what a great idea 
That's that is uh, that is Seth. He is now he's babyface. He can be babyface while Cody's gone, and that's a nice end to this feud. There's been respect out of this, and like uh, there was you know some. Uh, we'll go on to this like in full detail, but like it was perfect. Yeah, and then they went and. Uh, <laughs> decided they need to keep this fight going. Have to keep this going. And like <laughs> Seth versus Roman would have had some really interesting implications there. Mm-hmm. That would have changed much about the Seth character either. Yeah. You know, as this visionary type thing, people are already singing his entrance theme. Yeah. They were chanting, thank you, Seth, at the pay-per-view because yeah. he was get, bringing out tables, doing what the Chicago crowd asked for. Yeah. Very easy to have been done. <clears throat> but no, the decision was made here to, I mean, they didn't break the group up. No. Because Rhea Ripley was announced later as representing the Judgment Day. Yes. So they are still a faction. Yes. And, yeah, I guess that this was done to right edge off TV because yeah. they did this big beatdown angle. They did the razor's edge through the announcer's mm-hmm. table. They did a concerto yeah. to him. They sort of, like, strangled him with... So this must take him off TV for a fair amount of time. Though. Yes. And then yeah. he can come back and he can sort of feud with them. But, like, and Brian Alvarez made this point about um, Backlash, mm. which I, I do really agree with, that... In the in that match, if you didn't see that match, uh, which is when Rhea Ripley joined, she joined because she had this biker's helmet on. Yeah. And the commentators kept saying, who's that guy? Mm. What's he doing in the ring? Mm. What's he doing helping Edge? Mm. And then the big reveal is, oh, it was a lass all along. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's Rhea Ripley. Brian Alvarez made the point of just like, if you're going to reveal it's Rhea Ripley at the end of the segment, why'd you put her in a, ma- in a helmet? <laughs> <laughs> you just said it's her <laughs> you didn't need to do any of that because no. <laughs> there's no mystery if you just tell us what the, the mystery is <laughs> he says what the answer is there's no mystery there <laughs> and like he made the point like, you could have run this for a month yeah of like who's this guy that's constantly interfering for him and then done the reveal that it's, yeah. that it's Rhea Ripley yeah and it's the same thing here like we mentioned earlier you could have done this turn mm. a year down the line mm. but they did this whole story in not even they didn't even do the story over a month they did the story in one promo (laughs) absolutely it started off like a like exactly how you'd imagine a post win promo would be which is i mean once again like as a group they haven't lost on pay-per-view at the very least i don't think well no yeah because edge well they only had two matches because like yeah edge Edge beat styles twice yeah and then they won at last night's pay-per-view it's the first time they have wrestled as a group yep and they they won they got a hundred percent win record <laughs> as a group yeah and it's, it's like it, it started off yeah but that perfect sort of classic uh, we're coming out here and we're great this is why we're great and we're yeah. doing really well new member oh look at this he's a great guy and uh, and what what are you saying there Finn I <laughs> had to join Judgment Day because my career was going nowhere <laughs> and I had a chat with Damien Priest rare <laughs> Oh, Bonzo, mate. And then we decided. <laughs> they had the problem with this group is yo. <laughs> She's also from Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> problem with your, this group is yo. We're from Judgment Day. <laughs> We're Judgment Day. I would love to see like a <laughs> brummy. <don't> <laughs> um, but yeah, like literally, I mean, I joined this group. I mean, what are you joining the group for then? Otherwise, if you're not joining for the mentorship of Edge, you're just yeah. joining for for a couple of buddies, a couple of friends, I guess, which yeah. you had with AJ and and, um, and Liv. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm disappointed in the direction of this because yes. I think that this was, I, I can't even say that you told the story in 
one promo segment because he did it in half a promo segment because yep. it was only in the second half of it where they did this. Yes. I think this is an error. I think this is a panic booked thing. And I think this is, it, it's not going to be a detrimental thing. But no. I think it's something we'll look back on like at the end of the year and be like, oh, that was a disappointment. Yes. Or we'll look back at the end of the year and be like, do you remember Judgment Day? <laughs> remember when they were a faction? <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if in... Uh, by the next pay-per-view. But like they'll have one more pay-per-view match and then slowly we'll never see Judgment Day ever again. I would not be surprised. Because this is just... It's just a missed opportunity, I think, with, with, to tell some really good long-term long storytelling. Mm. And um, and it's just it's just so much more interesting when something's told over a long period of time. And people fighting over the leadership and things yeah. like that. Like Balor trying to be like, you know, he used to lead Bullet Club being like, look, I've got experience in leading groups. Yeah. And he's trying to sort of worm his way into the leadership position. I, I think there could have been some really good story there. Yep. Well, let's not do that. Yes. Um, I can reveal that the uh, the results are in, Sullivan, mm -hmm. for the poll. Um, 50% voted for what is this about? So. Okay, well, that's, that's, I don't know what to say about that. However, in the fight between Nan and Poppadom, 11% voted for Poppadom. 37% voted for Nan, Brent. That is unequivocal. It that is. is yeah. That is all that's decisive. It's better than some prime ministers get. <laughs> um, Damn. I think I'm about to form a majority. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, Poppadom was my one. <laughs> Ollie said to me yesterday, you said, you're a man of the people because I keep winning all the polls. <laughs> Didn't win that one. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nope. <laughs> Turns out I'm not one this time. <laughs> Time to shave your balls! Manscaped, baby! Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless steal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at WrestleTalk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shipping. You even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Because it's not just about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Treat yourself, baby. That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order, free international shipping, manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's get into your ultra chats. Join the conversation, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Get your thoughts heard, and we will read out every single one of them above the $5 level US, not Canadian or Australian. Don't want them. Um, <laughs> Charles Berg said, Adrenaline in my soul, rip my tit, I'm Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I really like Damien Priest's reasoning. Edge, we're all tired of being told what to do, which is exactly why we're going to let Finn Balor tell us what to do. <laughs> Best moment of the show was Riddle telling Miz to whip it out. <laughs> that old segment. What a segment it was. Oh, uh, Bacon Rasher. Hey lads, uh, I love you, but I'm. Uh, I love you, but sorry, I'm with Fightful on this one. Much better with Balor than Edge for me. Edge cannot lead NXT 1.0. Let's get Champer in, and it's all good. It's not an NXT group though. No. Like I don't think this is not like an NXT invasion group, and also like. I agree with you. Like Fightful's point was that this is great for Balor because it's something good for it's something new yeah. for him. Oh yeah, you can still do that with Edge as the leader. Like <laughs> there's still a different change of character. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. It is good for Balor, but like it, he needed to have a reinvention of his character. He didn't need to lead a group. Edge just literally just cut all of his hair off for this group. Yeah. Yeah. He's completely changed his look and everything. Yeah. He's been built like this feels like this is Edge's pet project. Yeah, absolutely. To be the new Ministry of Darkness. And they're like, lol, nope. <laughs> Back to being a baby. Get Metal Ingersoll lined up. Get out there. <laughs> On this day, you will go out there and be a baby face. <laughs> I hope the champer does join the group, though. That'd be nice. Well, it'd be something for him to do. Maybe hell. Just <laughs> randomly. He's just randomly beating people up. What's he doing? Um... Uh, Bacon Rasher adds, like, all PS looks like over 50% is a great result, so Ollie needs to review his percentages. <laughs> Hashtag JTJ Champ Sullivan. Right, DR. Hey, yo. Putting in the kayfabe hat here, Finn did mention that he and Edge defeated and was only stopped by Rhea's intervention. Uh, Finn did mention that he had Edge defeated and was only stopped by Rhea's intervention. Mm. Finn, being the founder of Bullet Club, could convince the Judgment Day that Edge was the weak link, at least physically. I think you're right, right, DR. Yeah. In a year's time. <laughs> yes. Part of my issue here is that we didn't yeah. do need to do this right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Could have done this further down the line. Yeah. 
Uh, Reaper007 said, This was a very unfortunate that this is the world we live in now. So much potential in the Judgment Day with Edge as the leader. Now this is possibly the downfall of the group. Oh, potentially, potentially. Bad one, Jambeard. So basically, Edge was only healed in his feud with AJ and nothing else? Also, calling Edge as the weakness is weird, considering that Edge hasn't lost since all of this started. <laughs> yep, absolutely, yep. yep. Also, Judgment Day and Edge would have been a decent feud for Cena when he returns. Yeah. That'd have been great. Oh, I would have loved that. There's two right like two classic rivals from a yeah. period of time where I didn't like the product much. But <laughs> hey, I might like it now. I like yeah. John Cena now. Yeah. Uh the Jam One Badge. Oh no, it's what we just did there. Uh Ben Ashmore. Turning Edge face was a joke. While the segment was great to watch and well performed, it stinks of pure desperation. Can you just imagine Vince going, oh no, Cody's injured. We don't have any top baby faces. Um, turn edge face? Get after WWE. Create new stars. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, that, that that's, that's a constant criticism that will be possibly forever <laughs> apt for a WWE. Um, B3ans with some wonderful my GM insider here. Looks like WWE paid $2,000 for a role change promo for Edge because their other specialist babyface got hurt. <laughs> Very good. I see what you did there. Very good. Uh, jokes aside, love what you guys are doing. I listen to the podcast more than I actually watch the product. Jam that jam. Sullivan is the best. Oh, thanks. Uh, Tails P said, the, uh, the prince is never not the leader of the club he's in. Don't have a blues clue what AJ's going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing AJ must have been sitting in the back going what <laughs> wait what what was my friend uh, I thought oh well alright uh, Tails continues here Liv will just keep losing until she wins money in the bank somehow mm. uh, Jake Lloyd why does WWE keep doing this cycle of crap telly but um uh, okay, sorry. Why does WWE keep doing the cycle of crap television and then a surprisingly good pay-per-view? My favourite of all time is Edge. Now, I couldn't care less about two jobbers plus Rhea judging others. Who is fin to judge anyone after doing that on the floor at Extreme Rules? Jam that jam. Mm. It's a great point. Yes. Uh, right, DR. Now taking off the cave vape hat, Edge just probably wants to get some time off and Finn is engaging as a heel. This is a decent Shyamalan level twist. Hmm. Mm. Well, what, what Shyamalan? Well, yeah, I mean, he says not lame like Signs, but and not quite Sixth Sense level. So it's not. So if Signs is the worst, right? Yeah, and Sixth Sense is the best. Yeah, I guess it's so. I think what Ryder right is saying it's somewhere in the middle. So Unbreakable, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Guess. Unbreakable, yeah, yeah, maybe. Because the thing is, the problem with the Shyamalan scale, right? And we all know it. We all know it. We talk about it every day. Uh, it's that it's so heavily weighted down with the Avatar film and mm. the happening. Oh, um, no, man, we're not. <laughs> Does nobody care about what happened to the bees? Uh, <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> um, that it's hard to it's hard to say a midpoint between. Yeah. Because it's it, the weight of the weight of the scale is all off. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, science is for sure the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. about the jolly green giant invading Earth and the scared of water. Sixty <laughs> percent of the planet, mate. Did you not recon the place before you came here? And this, and they can't get past wood. <laughs> I need to watch this. I've never actually watched science. It's really good up until the ending. <laughs> up until the ending, it's a fabulous little movie. And then the end of it is like, was oh, that what it is? Hold on, let's get a what? What? <laughs> 
uh, where do we get to? Anyway, uh, Riot DR says, I must wonder where AJ goes from here. I think AJ will go the same direction that Liv Morgan went, which is that, <laughs> oh well, I guess. I've got a main event to wrestle. <laughs> Uh, Matt Straufenberger says group wasn't broken up. Ripley got introduced in the main event as representing Judgment Day. Yes, yes. Uh, I think we're just saying broken up the group because it's a yeah, it's yeah, it's it's it yeah. We know, just, what we, yeah, we know what you mean. Um, Bacon Rasher said, "Sorry, lads. PPS. There is no Cody, so hurry up and turn Edge face. WWE booked themselves into a corner as they have no other baby faces. What's the surprise? There's more rushed booking. Edge and I think should have stayed for at least a bit longer, leading to that face turn. Mm-hmm. Completely agree with you. But I think Sullivan has kind of broken that point early by saying you could have turned Seth face. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah." Everyone was on board. You heard. The, we all heard the crowd when he said, "I respect you," and said the line about, uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes' baby boy. The crowd were really for it. They were, oh. This could have been that. This could have been his baby face moment. Yeah. Well, let's get into it because. <laughs> I mean, it took a little while to get there. Yeah. Nearly 10 minutes of this show went by before anything actually happened. <laughs> there was a lot of this happening throughout this show as well. <laughs> Not as bad as last week. We were no. talking about that. So there, oh. there were people that showing like the rundown of last week's episode where <laughs> Liv Morgan made her entrance for a match. Then 20 minutes later, that match started because of various recap videos and backstage segments. <laughs> Could you imagine just waiting Standing around, around for 20 minutes? Oh, 20 minutes is so long. It's the it's basically the length of an episode of Friends. Yeah. With nothing to do. Yeah. You just what, what was she doing? Was she watching the Titan Tron? The Titan Tron, I guess. 20 minutes. I oh. But this was near this was it was eight minutes into the show before Cody Rhodes actually said a word because you had the various like announcements and stuff mm-hmm. and video packages and highlights and this and the other, and then Cody cutting doing his entrance. And Cody Cutters, you know, it's the Cody Rhodes promo. Yep. I've got a kid. Yep. Uh, I'm boohoo. Yes. Uh, my dad. Um, <laughs> ow, my tit. Yes. And, and then he said, I am done with Seth Rollins. Yes. Which is the second time he has said that in different promos. And bloody Seth Rollins <laughs> feud has continued. <laughs> Seth is like an ex who just won't who just won't get their picture that you know you have broken up. Sort of a glance draw your attention to uh, this this in the chat here. Yeah, absolutely. From Kenneth. Best oh, way yeah. to eat a curry is to scoop it up and throw it in the trash. Kenneth. <laughs> I've read a lot of YouTube comments in my life. Yeah. I mean, but that's the worst one. I I am not one to do this, but um, I mean, yeah. modern can we ban him? <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't 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 actually do it. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's just got a wrong opinion, and that's <laughs> fine. Can't, can't ban people for bad opinions. <laughs> can't do it. All right, we won't do it. That's not. It's not what we're here for. So anyway, so Cody cuts his promo, yep. and in this promo, he also said, "I want to win Money in the Bank." Mm-hmm. which is in July. It's in, it's in four weeks' time, and he's getting surgery on Thursday for a, for a tour. His muscle fell off his bone, Sullivan. He's going to be gone for about six months. Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, that money in the bank briefcase, though, could be mine. <laughs> What's crazy about this is, like, at the moment, you know, they, they people were saying how, um, if I, I saw your 
catch up on the um, on the Hell in the Cell as well, and like talking about how it's so torn, it's completely torn. So there's actually not a huge amount more that you can do to that particular injury. Although you were saying obviously you can overcompensate and you hurt like that. Else. But you, but certainly with that injury, it's fine. But when once you've had the surgery, you can totally. <laughs> destroy your muscle again. Yeah. Like, that's a terrible decision to put him in a match, unless he's not going to be touched. Well, that's it. So, like, I wonder if they make the announcement, Cody is in Money in the Bank. Yeah. So he is one of the eight participants of Money in the Bank, and then he gets attacked backstage. Mm-hmm. So you see him laid out backstage. Yeah. And then at the final point of the match is Seth Rollins... Mm-hmm. is up at the top of the ladder, about to get the briefcase. It's the Mustafa Ali moments, about to get the briefcase down. Cody Rhodes' music hits. He gets distracted. Yep. Dee-dee-dee-dee. Cody then goes up and he gets the briefcase down. Yeah, yeah. And right. that way you get Cody money in the bank. Cody can hold on to it and he can then just go and recover. Mm-hmm. But he's got the money in the bank briefcase. Yes. Because otherwise, <laughs> why mention that you want to win Money in the Bank. It's very odd if he's not going to be involved in that match. It, it, it doesn't make any sense, in fact. Yeah. But, but who knows? Who no- Yeah, I mean, also, who like... Who knows? Just, just let the man rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, Seth Rollins then comes out, and yet, like you said earlier, he's like, look, I know this doesn't mean a lot coming from me, you know, mm-hmm. or from someone else, but your dad would have been proud of you. Yeah. And it was a very nice, touching moment. He's like, you've earned my respect after what you went through at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Great, great moment. And they mm-hmm. shook hands. And that's it. A line under this. Yep. Never again do we need to do this feud. Yep. And then Cody Rhodes is making his exit. And Seth Rollins <laughs> attacked him from behind. <laughs> but what would Cody do otherwise, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> There's no one else on the roster he could possibly wrestle. He's, I think since he's come back, he has wrestled Seth Rollins three times and The Miz twice. <laughs> this is not what you do with a Cody Rhodes when you bring him over. <laughs> It's a crazy thing to do. <laughs> why would you ever do this match again? Again. Like, especially because Hell in a Cell, that was a really good match. Great match. Fantastic way Amazing. to finish that feud. Oh, such a great... <clears throat> and Hell in a Cell, it's the yep. finale of the feud. Yep. Perfect way, like a great you know, visual metaphor to end off this feud. Mm-hmm. And it was an amazing match. Best yep. of the trilogy. Yep, absolutely. And... I genuinely, it was it was one of my favourite Hell in a Cell matches in a long time. I really, really enjoyed it, uh, and I think it was yeah, it, it it had it had everything you want from a Hell in a Cell. Adam put it, I think, in the right way, which is like there were moments that were hard to watch, which is exactly what Hell in a Cell should do. It's like, oh, this is too gruesome. Yeah, and they did that without like loads of blood or anything like that. It was just a really inventive way to do that. Great match, two great wrestlers, feud done, beautiful stuff. But, but <laughs> when Cody comes back, his first feud is Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yes, of course, of course, of course, of course. Terrific. Uh, Becky Lynch then took on Dana Brooke. This has been set up, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, where they had a bit of a backstage altercation. Mm-hmm. Right at the start of this, all the 24-7 geeks ran down, yep. and Dana Brooke pinned Tazawa to win back the title. Right. And Becky Lynch said that... The only person winning championships when I'm in the ring is me. Yeah. So I want to fight you for that title now. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. There's no way this ends good. No, no. It's either a lame DQ finish. Yep. It's either Becky wins, mm-hmm. which is the 24-7 champion, <laughs> or Dana Brooke pins Becky Lynch. <laughs> I was like, I don't like any of these outcomes. No, no. And once again, I feel like WWE, they make a decision like, okay, what about 
Becky versus Dana Brooke for the 24-7 title. They make that decision, and then they go, oh, there's no good outcome out of this. <laughs> well, why have we done? well, there's nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> I've written it down. I've written it down now. <laughs> pencil, it's in pen. It's in it biro, damn it. It's indelible, it's indelible. What do we do? What do we do? Um... I, I wrote it in my notes here because they had, I think, arguably the most competitive match in 24-7 championship history. Absolutely. Um, and I was like, just roll her up, Becky. It's the most devastating move in the 24-7 division. <laughs> Always works. And then what did Dana Brooke win with? <laughs> Essentially a roll-up. <laughs> Asuka came down. She caused a distraction. Yep. And in all of the melee and stuff, Dana Brooke kind of rolled her up and Asuka held down Becky Lynch's legs. Yep. So Dana Brooke pinned Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. Becky's all mad. Asuka's like, tee-hee-hee. -hee. Yep. Good way to continue their feud, I guess. Yeah, you could have done it in so many other ways, but it's a way. It's a way. It's definitely a way. I And I wouldn't say this because I've seen some people like, oh, Becky Lynch buried, buried, buried. No. No, no, no. She's not buried. No, no, no. no. Not a good segment. No. But not a buried uh, yeah. at all. She's still very clearly above that. 100%. And like, it, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, this is now her level. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the thing. You don't nobody looks at that and goes, Oh, Becky Lynch is worse than Dana Brooke now. Yeah. Oh no. Or she's in the twenty four seven yeah, style picture, yeah. which would have been so much worse. Oh, horrendous. Uh John Cena is coming back on June twenty second. There's mm -hmm. no word on whether this for is for a run or whether this is just for the one show. Yeah. And then he's back off to Hollywood to make whatever film he's doing. Yes. No one knows. The one of the sort of persistent rumors or these fan speculation is to do uh, John Cena versus Austin Theory. Yep. Which I quite like. Well, I, that'd, be, that'd be great. He's called him out and said he's his favourite wrestler, but also the one he wants to yeah. wants to clobber. And Vince McMahon apparently sees Austin Theory as not just a guy that you can build the company around, but like the next John Cena. Mm. So like, what a perfect person for him to go up against. Yeah, absolutely. Then we got the Miz TV segments. <laughs> um, do you want to take us through what happened here, Sullivan? Well, I don't know if I really can. <laughs> <laughs> The main, you know, why I can't because the two notes uh, uh, I have actually one, one of them I haven't even finished because <laughs> I was so confused. And the one, so the one note that I've really written is why is it when Riddle mentioned the Miz's tiny balls, the Miz looked down at his balls like his balls were becoming tiny. Yeah, it was like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> Do I have small balls? <laughs> you know, Miz. Yeah. You know the size of them. So this oh. was, Miz and Maurice came out yeah. to announce that Miz and Mrs. Yes. is premiering after this episode of Raw, Deedly D, and then Riddle comes out. Mm -hmm. And Riddle decided to use this segment, this comedy segment, yep. to be the moment he challenges Roman Reigns <laughs> for the Universal Championship. Yeah. He sort of got serious for a moment to do that. And then, back to comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Your balls. <laughs> Or he's like, no, balls. balls. This is like, balls? balls. And Riddle's like, yeah, balls. <laughs> and then the crowd are going, balls, balls, balls. Uh, it felt like a huge step down for Matt Riddle here. I was like, bloody hell. Let's keep him away from this cack, shall we? Why, 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 why? He could have been one of your top baby faces. Don't put um, him with The Miz. You could have done a backstage segment. You could have the Usos had a match next. <laughs> Which Riddle came down afterwards in as well. Yeah. Why? Do, I don't know why he was here for this. <laughs> and then Champa showed up. <laughs> Champa showed up and attacked Riddle. And then they're like, oh, let's have a match. I'm in a tuxedo. And his pants got ripped off. And then, I'm like, what the hell's happening? And Riddle won. I was like, well, I don't know what any of this achieved. But okay. 
<laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And thank God, thank God we've got Champa coming in. Do it. what's his like what's his stick at the moment? Just beating Champa people up <laughs> randomly on behalf of other so. people? I, is he like a hired gun for Theory and Miz? I guess so. Because Austin Theory sort of like not hired him, but sort of like had him as a goon to go up against Mustafa Ali last week. Yeah, absolutely. Which so he's he's done that for him. He's done this, I guess, for the Miz. Yes so. What is going on? Uh, if this is a way to start like a little mini feud between Champa and Riddle, bearing in mind the Riddle is going after the world title, that yeah. feels like a massive elevation of Champa. Yeah. That I am all in for. 100%. I have a feeling, however, mm-hmm. that this was just to get the Miz to accept a match. Yes, I think so too. And they were sort of like, well, how can the Miz accept a match when he's in the tuxedo? Uh, oh, let's just say Champa. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, you've done it again. <laughs> You've just done it again, haven't you? <laughs> it, honestly, it's a very, very odd thing. Also, I think I, I think you're right because uh, I think that's that's the way it's going. Because um, like in all of this, Champa is a, is a silent partner who just sort of does a bit of fighting and then goes yeah. away. Like it's never there's no character coming from Champa in these situations, which is mad because he's so so good so great <laughs> maybe should have put him in judgment day yes uh so then we got the miz versus uh riddle um i didn't make this point in my edited review but mm-hmm. miz does have a good track record of wrestling people in his in a suit oh really he beat damien priest when he was wearing a suit unbelievable with his, with his trousers around his ankles he pinned damien priest fantastic i think people often forget that it was last year in the thunderdome era <laughs> damien priest's only loss on TV for a long time was when he was pinned by the Miz with his trousers round his ankles. What a company. <laughs> They're the number one company in the world. Um, oh my. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Riddle yeah. pulled down his trousers. Yep. And then he won. Yeah. It's, hey, you know what? It's the right winner. Oh, uh, you're yeah. right, Sullivan. When you're right, you're right. He <laughs> was the right winner. Yeah. There's so, it's so confusing, this segment. Uh, was it really? <laughs> just, just why it was all happening is so bamboozling to me. I don't even know what I could possibly say about it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much that doesn't make sense watching it. Why? No, but why? Yeah. No, but why are you here? Just for near. Not sure that's the best build for Roman versus Riddle. <laughs> but hey, at least he won. Even having the Usos would have been there. Well, that's exactly it because the next, the very next segment mm-hmm. was the Usos yep. versus Street Profits Championship Contenders mm-hmm. match. Great match. Brilliant. As well you'd imagine. Also thrilled to watch the Usos wrestle someone other than Matt Riddle. Yes. Delightful scenes. Absolutely. And problem is, this match was great for reminding you how great the Street Profits are. Yeah. So huge thumbs up there. The finish was a bit lame, mm-hmm. which was just one of the Usos got counted out. Yeah. It's it just a bit thick. <laughs> That's he was, it. He was far away. Yeah, because <laughs> what happened was is that Montez Ford was on the outside, was by the barricade, mm. and the one of the users was out there. I'm not sure which one it was. And Montez Ford is like, oh, I'm a bit dazed by the barricade. Mm. And Jimmy or Jey Uso goes to super kick him, mm-hmm. and Montez Ford ducks out of the way, and the Uso falls over the barricade. Montez Ford slides into the ring, and, the, and like he beats the ten counts. Yeah. If Jimmy and or Jay had hit that super kick, 
they still would have been counted out. <laughs> they still would they would still would have been out there doing the move yes. when the referee counted in. So either way, they were going to get counted out. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Not a great finish. No. But the Street Profits won by a count out, so they're gonna get a tag team match down the line. Yep. It's different from RK Bro, so I'm on board for this. But then, yeah, you made the point. Riddle then came down to celebrate with, yeah. the, with the Street Profits afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you just do the the big challenge to Roman there? Yeah. Being like, by the way, yeah. I'll see you on Friday because yeah. I'm challenging Roman Reigns to the Universal Championship. And Perfect. he's just being like, oh, man, we're going to have to go back and tell tell yeah. the old boss man this. Yeah. Fire it, fired up riddle especially if the if the prophets had pinned them absolutely and, like, they were running scared and then like you could have done something amazing there as opposed to a segment where the Miz's pants fell down <laughs> you know when you put two options in front of you like that <laughs> you know well oh, we've got this segment it all makes sense so, <laughs> it builds up the the match takes okay. it very seriously takes it very seriously very interesting and it builds up the street profits as well they really deserve it they're great wrestlers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fantastic that's gonna be there's gonna be a good feud between them and the usos and but then we've also got mrs pants falling down <laughs> <laughs> we do have to promote mrs maurice <laughs> they've got their tv show after this and the only way we can do that is by having his pants fall down <laughs> i can't see any other way of us solving this problem <laughs> <laughs> Cut the other stuff. We're just sticking with the pants. Riddle, you go down afterwards. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bobby Lashley came out for a promo. Uh, Austin Theory quickly interrupted. Like, he was again very much like drawing a line under the Amos MVP feud. Mm-hmm. I ran up and was running I'll believe that when I see it. I thought <laughs> Cody said the same thing with Seth, Bobby. <laughs> Thankfully. That feud isn't continuing. Yes, yeah. I would have put money on that they would have had a fourth match there. Or fifth match there only is. Austin Theory came out instead. Yeah. And cut a very badly written promo where he was like, <laughs> I've got muscles. <laughs> like, terribly written. <laughs> terribly written promo. Where it, it, Imagine going up to Bobby Lashley and going, look at my muscled Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> He's huge. Yeah. He's an enormously muscle. Like, when you look at Bobby Lashley, he is just muscle. There's not an ounce of body fat on him. And yes, Austin Theory is also incredibly muscular. But you're not as muscular as Bobby Lashley, because very few are. Yeah. And that's... I, I, also, I don't understand why every single champion seems to not only think, but also... Get the, get the stipulation that every, if someone wants to face them for the title, they have to beat them first. He's yes. just, you've beaten all these people who are, you know, you've been universal champion. All the other. I mean, yeah, Bobby, former WWE champion, yep. I think twice. Yep. I, I like, he's just pinned a moss a handful of times. Like, yep. yeah, you put him into a title match. Yeah, yeah. Theory's like, uh, no. And, <laughs> I mean, Bobby suggests they have a match. Theory said, no. I guess that's our next title program. Yep. I don't know how you get out of that with Theory retaining the title. No, I think they want to keep the belt on him. Absolutely, yeah, they, they absolutely want to keep the belt on him. I mean, like, because because you only really want to have Theory lose the title once he's going into the main event yeah, program, basically. exactly. Um, but yeah, I I think what they're going to have to do is some kind of shenanigans or something because he, he, like Lashley's just so dominant. Yeah, exactly. Um, you made him this sort of unstoppable force. Yeah. Um. Dominic Mysterio took on Veer Mahan. Yep. Ray caused the DQ. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. Strange. I've got nothing else to add to this. No. I mean, it. it I, I was surprised that Veer kicked out one at the Frog Splash. But that was a cool moment. Yeah. 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 
but there's not a huge amount to say. No. Uh, <laughs> these lads have been feuding since the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah when yeah. they started the uh, the recap thing and it said two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we are still at square one. <laughs> this is only the beginning of their feud. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, we had, we pissed on Judgment Day for telling too much story yep. in one promo. Yep. Here. This is this is long-term story. <laughs> it's long-term booking right here. Uh, oh. Then we got that Judgment Day segment. Yep. Uh, then Amos beat Cedric Alexander in a match that was so quick, I wrote down my notes, looked at the screen, and the match was over. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I, I'd, I'd sort of... It was like a recap bit before this, and so I was like, you know, just skipping, skipping through ahead, this, yeah, skipping yeah. through that. And then I was like, oh, this is the beginning of the... Oh, that's the end of the match. <laughs> It was what three seconds? Four seconds? I mean, it, yeah, was, it was very quick. He just hit the tree slam and won. So yeah, poor Cedric. Poor Cedric. Poor Cedric. And it's not like that feud is continuing either, like the Cedric MVP things, because afterwards, Kevin, rude Kevin Patrick, <laughs> is just like, never mind that. S. <laughs> Here comes Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> and they come up being like, hey, we're Dolph Ziggler, we're Bobby the dirty dogs, we're the dirty dogs. <laughs> yeah, we're so, and cut a baby face promo. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess you're good guys now. Yeah. <laughs> and all that NXT stuff you did, yep. which I had done. <laughs> Got into the office today. This is legit no joke. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was recapping to Ollie what happened on Raw. And I said, oh, by the way, the dirty dogs are back and they, uh, they're baby faces. Mm. And Ollie said to me, he's like, weren't they on SmackDown? And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure they were on Raw, but they were definitely baddies. <laughs> and then Andy said he was NXT champion. I was like, oh yeah, he was NXT <laughs> he champion, was. wasn't he? Bron Breaker beat him on the Raw after Mania. <laughs> Strange. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, these rude men. So rude. So rude. Interrupted Amos's victory. Yeah. So they could be like, well, hey, we're good guys now. <laughs> and MVP would have said, you're rude. Yeah. Yeah. And we're meant to be on... On the, the dirty dog side? I guess what so. What do you mean? Yeah. No, they're rude. And then they, and so, you know, rather than apologize to MVP yep. like they should have done, yep. they kicked him, which I thought was even rude. <laughs> it's the rudest thing they did that day. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So, dirty oh. dogs were also baby faces. Yeah. Uh, and they're feuding with Amos. Um, Meltzer was saying that apparently it's because Amos needs to get better. Mm-hmm. And what better way to get better than to wrestle Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. Because. Dude has been doing the WWE style now for so many years. Yes. He can do it in his sleep. Yes. And will do it really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah, he's really, really great. Uh, Ezekiel took on Otis. I thought this would be more competitive than it was, considering how much they protect Otis, but yeah. he won in 90 seconds. Yeah. Ezekiel, that is. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Strange, strange match. I don't like. He just came off that loss against Kevin Owens at Hell in a Cell, yeah. which was a weird match anyway, because Kevin Owens was like, I'm going to beat you so much, you'll prove that you're Elias. <laughs> and he won, and I was like, I'm off. <laughs> and he just left, and I was like, aha, I won. <laughs> and then here, Ezekiel just won. And then he challenged Owens to a rematch. I'm like, yeah. but why? <laughs> why? 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 And Kevin Owens is like, the only way I'll accept this is if you admit that you're Elias. <laughs> and so Ezekiel says, all right, I admit it. I am Elias. Kevin's like, I told you. Yep. And then Elias is like, lol, I lied, but I got my rematch. <laughs> What's going on? I'll tell you what, I did like the line, I was a little too zeked up for the match at Hell in a Cell. I really enjoyed that. I... <laughs> the, the thing is, right, is that I'm torn about this because I Kevin Owens does so well. So awesome. He's so good in these that I want him to do other things because mm. he's great. Uh, 
but he's really funny. <laughs> he's very, really very funny. funny. And, it, and it's, he's so funny. And like, he is one of those people that, because this again is a storyline since the, you know, Raw After Mania. Yeah. Two months this storyline's been going on for. And I feel like we are still at square one. Yes. Maybe square two. Yeah. Because they've only just had the match, mm. which Owens won. But like, I just, I feel that this is a story that does not have an end goal. Yes. Ollie described it on the Raw pod, on the Hound of Cell review yesterday as the the smoke in Lost. <laughs> we'll uh, work it out. We'll figure that out when we get to it. And I think that's what it is. If you asked Vince McMahon now, yeah. is he actually Elias? He'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You tell me. <laughs> you tell me, Bruce. Is he? And Bruce is like, I don't know. I've got a podcast to record. <laughs> Yeah, they don't know whether they're going with this at all because this doesn't need a second match. No. It, di- it didn't actually technically ever need a match. Oh, really? Actually, it kind of didn't in <laughs> yeah. a way, unless there was a stipulation where it was like, you have to like, show a paternity test or something yeah. at the end or, or whatever. But yeah, this is like, you know, it's Raw GM. Yep. They they won't know until they get to it, yep. which means he's probably Hornswoggle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then we got what I thought was a terrific main event, a yep. fatal four-way for the number one contendership to Bianca Belair. 100%. Uh, Bianca Belair was not, she was out there. Let's do commentary. I had the exact same note. Why didn't they have Bianca on commentary? Wouldn't have been so much better than She's... her just sitting there being like, that was good. Ooh, look mm. at that. That was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, good spot, that. <laughs> what was going on? I don't understand. Why not have her on commentary? She's sitting right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a microphone. You could probably reach the headset from there. <laughs> easy, easy. Just she's a great talker. Yeah. She'd have been wicking on commentary, talking about each of them individually yeah. and like, you know, what she's scouting for each of them. Well, that's the interesting thing as well. You can you can you can sort of put it in the audience's mind that, you know, like she has opinions on all of these different wrestlers, and that's really interesting. That's all of the different contenders. And and try and make each potential match interesting so that when you know when you're when you're watching the match you don't know who's going to win because yeah. you know i felt pretty clearly that Rhea was going to win this uh going into it because of all of the stuff talking about the women's championship before with Damian Priest um but like it would have been nice to be like oh i don't know mm. I'm not sure and that and that happens if you start talking up all of the different contenders through your champion Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was Alexa Bliss versus Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan versus Dewdrop, who was there to take the pin. Oh, poor Dewdrop. Poor, poor Dewdrop. She doesn't deserve this. She doesn't, does she? Because <laughs> she's wicked. She's really great. She's so, so great. And Liv Morgan is so, so great. Yep. And Alexa Bliss is so, so great. And Rhea Ripley so, so great. Yeah, they're all great. And I'm looking at all four of these. I'm like, man, what a stacked old little like, uh, four-way you've got here. Yeah. Never mind the fact you've also got Nikki A.S.H. on the outside there. A little bit of a re- character rebrand. And you're away you go with her. You've got yeah. Bianca Belair as your champion. You've got Becky Lynch and Asuka also on the cards. like... Man, like you got a really good division here. Yeah. But poor Dewdrop never felt like the threat in this match that she should do because yeah. I think they've almost like they've given up on her so much that she's yeah. just a body there to take the pin. Yes. And I think that's a massive, massive shame. Mm. Um but like, yeah, I mean, and also Liv did not look all that bothered about the Finn Balor thing. She just made her entrance as to her normal and was just like, yep. hey, I'm Liv Morgan. <laughs> and just then having a nice time. And then Rhea Ripley made her entrance. And she's got Edge's logo in her name bar because this was not thought out. <laughs> oh, dear. But thankfully, like a lot of things in WWE, mm-hmm. yeah, the storylines are bobbins. But once the wrestlers just do a wrestle, oh, magic happens. Really good. Loved this match. Yeah. This was an awesome, awesome main event. I thought 
everyone looked great, apart from poor old Dewdrop. But even when Dewdrop got to do her stuff, yep. when Dewdrop got to, like, when she did that senton on the outside, oh, amazing. Fantastic. Like Alexa Bliss's skeleton was going to fly out of her mouth. It, yeah. was, it was so, so great. But, like, in the end, Rhea Ripley hit the Riptide on Dewdrop and got the win. Mm-hmm. Great match, that is. Yep. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair goes all the way back to NXT. Some mm-hmm. really interesting stories you could tell there. I think the right person won here. Yes. And I think the others going into Money in the Bank... I yeah. think it's really, really cool. Yeah, it could be a very exciting match, that. Yeah. Um, because, honestly, any one of those three... I mean, I don't know who... I don't think they've announced anyone else who's going to be in the money in the bank. They haven't announced anyone yet, yeah. which I would have thought they probably would have done on this show had it not been for the Cody yeah. thing, because I think they were just like, right, we need to use this episode to just reset a bunch of stuff, Yeah. and then we'll do Money in the Bank next week. Yes, so it'll be those three probably, Ask Becky... Yeah, I could see them. Oh, I could eight. Yeah, definitely see yeah, them in yeah. Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like if it's eight, like they, I think it was done last year. Like say four from Raw, four from SmackDown. You probably have Becca, As- Becky, Asuka, uh, Liv Morgan, and Alexa Bliss. I reckon yeah, probably probably, probably won't be a drop unfortunately. Yeah. So that's your four there. And then SmackDown depends on who uh, Ronda's fine for their title over there. Yeah, I guess exactly. they've got like a six pack challenge or something. This coming friday right right so we'll I see think, yeah. who's gonna be the the rest exactly yeah and the, re- <laughs> and the others that aren't don't win are in the match yes yeah <laughs> so that was it i mean i gave it three out of five on um yep. uh in the edited review i don't really know why uh the, <laughs> the wrestling was good it was just it was a wacky old show yeah it, it, it was very wacky there was a lot of uh segments where I was like, I don't know what's going on here. But you know what? I was entertained throughout. And yeah, I, I'll give it that. 100%. Yeah. And there was some good wrestling in there as well. It certainly went by quicker than some episodes of, of Raw did. 100%. So, you yeah, know, give it, give it credit where it's due. Uh, and yeah, it, it, was, it was the panic book episode of Raw. Yes. Of like, uh-oh. And, you know, this is what happens when you put all of your eggs into one basket. Yeah. That basket breaks. You're like, oh no, we need other baskets. <laughs> so what they then do is just like, let's get ten baskets. But then when that one basket gets repaired, you're like, ah, oh, smeg off those ten baskets. We've got all right, we've got our basket back. Burn those baskets. <laughs> Don't need them. Smeg them off. Just push them off a cliff. We've got our one shiny basket again. All the eggs back in. Hope it doesn't break again. You're unbreakable basket. <laughs> Your boob won't fall off. <laughs> oh, no, it has again. Quick, get those baskets back. <laughs> Who burned those baskets? Was it you? Is it you, Bruce? <laughs> you big idiot. <laughs> Let's shout out to some very, very special people, Sullivan. Yes, so indeed. we're going to bring this over here so we can both have a read of this. Uh, because we need to shout out our $25 and more pledge hammers over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk who have supported this show and WrestleTalk in general. Some very mm-hmm. exciting stuff. The poll, I believe, has now gone live for WrestleTalk Extra. So let's have a quick look, see, because I actually haven't seen what is in the poll yet. I'm, please be Slammiversary 2005. Please be Slammiversary 2005. Yes, TNA Slammiversary 2005. <laughs> yes. What was the... And, what? It's, and it's not winning the poll. <laughs> oh, um, that's the one where uh, Raven 
uh, subs in for X-Pac, who no-showed the event. Amazing. And then he won the NWA World's Championship. Incredible. And it was... I mean, I was just on the cusp of becoming a massive TNA fan. Yeah. And then that happened. I was like, oh, it's the greatest company in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a loyal TNA fan until about 2011 or so. <laughs> Incredible. Because I got hooked on the show. Also, it's the TNA debut of, of Samoa Joe versus, yes. would you Adam and Eve it, Sanjay Dutt, who he's currently feuding with in AEW. Wow. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. Who, yeah. who is winning? Uh, so currently oh. winning is Capital Punishment from 2011, which is John Cena versus R-Truth for the WWE Championship. Oh, come on. Do Slammiversary 2005. Yeah. Um, also featured on this card is an IC title match with Ezekiel Jackson versus Wade Barrett. You know, you see? I, that's not selling it to me. I want Slammiversary. Why, why, why is that winning? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's winning. I guess R-Truth versus John Cena is is that that's an interesting yeah, point in, in time. Maybe, but guys, it's, it's Raven. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to do something. He is, and he bloody wins as well. And it's a great show. Shark Boy. Like, okay, so this was the show I used to watch show to my friends. Yeah. Like when they were like, oh, what's this Cena thing? I was like, you sit down, you watch Slammiversary 2005 with me. Because it opens with this uh, X Division six way match. Yeah. And it's got Shark Boy and Amazing Red, Zach Gowan with his one leg doing wrestling and stuff. And Shark Boy is in this match and pushed as the one pushed in there because he was in a lawsuit against, I think, Universal Studios over Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Incredible. Over, because he's like, I own that name. Yeah. And they were like, but our movie and he's like no 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 and i i want to know more about that and i can do that research if i get to win the poll so yeah it's currently third at the moment with 18 percent of the votes and capital punishment's out in the lead with 35 percent yeah um, oh, i don't know if you're better you're gonna move the needle on that that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be difficult i mean the four out of the three out of the four comments are all saying to vote for tna so go over there patreon.com forward slash wrestle go vote for tna yeah um uh while we shout out these 25 dollar backers and more Avan Argy Bargy, Margie Pargy. $100 man, C.D. Halver. <laughs> Angelic, Angelo Macardo. Spider-Man's greatest villain, Dr. Dark Seven. The Kessel Run, DX Solo. Double L, Liam Leonard. Double L. Mad Mac, the Meat Father. Abominable Michael Abbott. Superkick, Nick Mazesco. Ryan Disco Stewart. A.A. Ron Turner. And the roller coaster Robert Acosta. Beautiful stuff. I've met a handful of those people because we do our Patreon calls with mm. uh, some of our high rolling backers. Yeah. And they are wonderful, wonderful human beings. Oh, fantastic. I had a lovely chat with Mad Mac uh, a few weeks back. Mm. Me and had a great old chat with him. Nice oh. guy. Oh, and lovely. DX Solo is a tremendous, tremendous human being. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Well, let's get into the rest of your... Uh, no, I've closed the wrong thing. Let's get into the rest <laughs> of your Omega Chats. Can you fill for time for me, Sullivan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll fill for time. I've got it. It's fine. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you a story. Yeah. It just a minute for a second. <laughs> In 1933, I... <laughs> good, good game, that. Oh, good game. Um, Jay Reaper, 007. Fantasy booking. 
What if this is all done to think that AJ and Liv now have a new ally with Edge to take down his new Judgment Day, then all to be swerved when Edge turns on AJ and Liv and rejoins Judgment Day, but and they never actually kicks him out. All right. I mean, people said that this was a Vince Russo level swerve of like, <laughs> you certainly made a choice there. <laughs> that is certainly making a choice. Yes, definitely, definitely. That is a pure Vince Russo thing of like yes. the swerve is actually the swerve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what though? It did go through my mind. Is it, is it in two <laughs> weeks time? For no discernible reason. <laughs> just back with them. <laughs> uh, oh. Danny G said, Hi guys, this is an odd booking decision, but I'm happy if it means giving Balor something to get his teeth into. As a 40-year-old veteran, putting him in with a plucky upstart 39-year-old priest, he uh, he and him, uh, he can teach him and rear the ways of the world. I do forget how old Damien Priest is. Not old because he, he's, he's not actually old. No. But yeah, but still, he's a lot older than... Hey, he looks, you know, well done, Damien Priest. You look great. Absolutely. But also, uh, yeah, you, you just don't think you think of him as a young man. That's exactly it. Like I made, I've made this point a few times on podcasts before because it's still something I can't quite get my head around. He's older than Cody Rhodes. That's isn't wow. that mad? Yes, isn't absolutely. that insane? Yeah. You think how long, like how how long ago Cody Rhodes was in WWE? <laughs> yeah. And then all of the stuff he's done in New Japan and AEW and Ring of Honor, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, and he's younger than Damian Priest. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. It seems insane to me, but it's true. Lex <laughs> uh, Simham Nara Simham B said, silver lining. Hopefully they can use Metalingus again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe Edge, AJ, and Liv form a faction. Uh, the... <laughs> The core to Ballast Nexus. <laughs> That's the, the core. That's what we want. That's what we want. The core. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I was such a huge mark for the Nexus, mm. uh, and I wanted them to be good that when Barrett formed the core with the other members that Nexus got kicked out, I was like, that's good work. <laughs> and then they had that t shirt, which was their logo in diagonal letters <laughs> on a black t shirt. I'm like, it's rough start but <laughs> still good like, it's still, still do, good it's still good we could do, we could do the core versus nexus I'll, I'll, I'll be into it <laughs> didn't happen oh damn Gabriel Reyes uh, do you think it's too early to have Belair drop the title or too early to have Judgment Day lose a big match wouldn't mind Rhea becoming champion and Liv winning money in the bank then struggling to cash it in because Finn and Priest keep interfering mm. so yes yeah, so that's it's a good point actually yeah do you have Belair lose a big match I don't feel like drop the belt, but yeah, I don't feel like this is the time where she's going to drop. I feel like she's going to drop. If she's going to drop the belt, it's going to be at SummerSlam. I feel like it's going to be a big, big one yeah. of the big four pay per views. You could always just do this as a DQ finish here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do a rematch down the line. Mm. Uh, Hannah Allen with some Australian dollars mm. says, uh, "Hello, lovely gents." I'd sworn off episodic WWTV. However, I never miss a rest talk, no rolls barred, parts fun, known product. Just reliable, fun, premium, premium weekly content. So much love. Anyways, a little raw curious this week. I checked out and, uh, mm, yeah, it's not for me. Uh, <laughs> LOL, hashtag jam that damn, hashtag Joe and bro. Joe no bro. <gasps> oh, Ollie Davis would be absolutely fuming. Oh, no, he'd be very thrilled with that. Oh, Joe Nobro. Joe Nobro. She doesn't like silver, bro. She's a golden Joe girl. Oh, of course. Sorry. My brain is still a bit tired from Helena Cell. She's a golden Joe. Um, I, I, you're crazy. Gold, <laughs> golden Joe is the biggest heel in CBW. I don't care <laughs> that Jurgen Flop is a murderer. I don't care. 
He is the biggest heel in CBW. I, I watch it back so much because it makes me laugh. Like, I bust a gut laughing. But the promo code line from episode three Perfect. is like, it's the funniest thing that's ever happened in, in CBW. Yes, yes. It's Rosie's reaction of, you're a monster. <laughs> I think it's the best line. I think it's the best line I've ever heard in any role playing game. It's incredible yeah. scenes. It's so good. I mean, like, I mean, if you go back and watch, I've just got my head in my hands yes. because, like, of what he said. And, like, I was laughing so much. I was honestly in tears of laughter. I didn't see how much Tom was selling it as well. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it was tremendous. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch it again in a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, the last M Men, said, "I absolutely loved Becky challenging for the 24/7 title. It continues on with her losing her mind during the Bianca Mania feud. She's so desperate to win a title, any title, even one that holds less value than the one Adam gifted Sullivan on Sunday." Day, support each other. What do you mean? I've got the best one. I've got the good one. Look, it's, it's there on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is a secret hiding place for it. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Dude, as soon as I saw Dewdrop in the main event, I instinctively said, oh no, please not again. <laughs> I love the person and wrestler behind Dewdrop, but I need a bit more time until I'm ready to see her face Bianca again. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. It's okay, right, yeah. She was never going to win. Yeah. Benjamin Melton, I'm surprised at your reaction to the show. It's one of my favorite episodes of Raw in a while. Now Seth wins Money in the Bank, and when Cody comes back, he wins the Rumble. Seth will have the WWE title by then. Also, the Maurice reaction was great. I, Benjamin, I think there's there was some good within this show. So oh, was a yeah, wacky yeah, yeah. old episodes. Oh, in, no hate. It's not. I don't hate this show at all. No. It was just wacky. It was wacky. Yeah. Some bad stuff on the show, but there is everything. It's a three-hour show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I could see Seth winning Money in the Bank. However, like... This is where we come into a bit of a conundrum with this, because when I see people are fancy booking um, uh, Money in the Bank, things like that, it's like, oh, maybe Seth can just win the WWE Championship Mm. and Roman keeps the Universal Championship. Mm. And I'm like, if I'm a WWE wrestler and I'm facing, if I'm trying to pin Roman, I'm going to get both of those belts. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than just winning one of them. Yes, absolutely. And to be honest, they should just clear all this up by just making it one belt. Just, yes. Just make it one belt. Make the tag belts one belt. Just just do that. Yep. I think that'd be a much, much better idea. Yes. Um, but yeah, I also like, do I want Seth as champion? Cody's come back and like win the Rumble and face him. No, like I'm still kind of clinging on to Roman because I think it's still going to be Roman versus Rock for the title. Mm. I still think that's the direction they want to go. I, th- I think Roman's champion for the rest of the year. I could easily see that. Easily see that happening. Uh, Raya DR for this week's rant. Cedric deserves better. Mm-hmm. My opinion on Amos' side: Alexander is immensely talented, has a sweet finisher, and legit lost thirty pounds just for a chance in this company, and he gets no entrance and is crushed in under thirty seconds. Sigh. Hello, Sullivan. Hello. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree with all that. Carlos Williams. Hey, guys. What do you think Liv is missing to reach the next level? Also, could you do your Drew accent? It's a highlight for me. <laughs> jam that jam. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm all sweaty. <laughs> <coughs> difficult to do it's uh yeah <laughs> there's something about watching a drew mcintyre match and doing that voice when drew mcintyre does anything that is so funny um what do we think Liv need uh, a push yeah that's all she needs because yeah. like she is 
awesome. Yeah. And like she's improved leaps and bounds in the last six months. Mm-hmm. I think that Becky feud did wonders for her and her position on the card as well. Yeah. She just needs the company to give her that push. Yeah, 100%. She's, I think she's, uh, yeah, I think she's the best candidate actually for uh, Money in the Bank. She'd be a great Money in the Bank holder as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right, DR, I realize that I've now been blinded by the awesomeness of Kevin Owens. We need to bring a close to this feud with Ezekiel. What is the end game? Is the punchline that he is Elias, or is he really his younger brother? Just write an ending. Thank you, the thank you, WrestleTalk. Jam that jam. Yeah. Uh, Blakey said, next week Champa will say, I did it for Demiz. <laughs> I would love it if he did. If he did. I'd be like, well, this is the greatest push I've ever seen in WWE. <laughs> they, they've, they've nailed it. <laughs> I was really worried about what they were doing with it, yep. but nope. They had a plan all along. Yep. He's the new Rikishi. <laughs> Starts doing the stink face. <laughs> the champ face. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, Alex Jordan. I'm still laughing at how many times Sullivan said... Um, I mean, there's a censored word in the live review Sunday. Mm. What word were you saying that's five stars, not five star, five asterisks? I don't know what I said. Because most of the big ones are four. Yeah. When you think of an F, an S, a C, they're all fours. You didn't what? say a C, did you? No, I didn't say a C. Oh, no. A few Fs. A few F, you Fs. You Fs. Fs, Jeffs. S's. Chefs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I can't think of one that... A five? A five? Well, we'll work it out at some I, point, I'm sure. I, I mean, and I can say this to you now, now that we're doing this stream together. I went back and I watched your reactions to uh, Cody revealing his jacket. Yeah. And because, and this happens a lot of streams, you're not listening to the commentary and you miss like the links that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ha- neither of you had a clue that Cody was injured going into the match. You hadn't seen the reports or everything. So you're going like, is that makeup? <laughs> <laughs> is this just one big work? And the, the chat's going nuts being like, guys, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Adam sat there trying to read the computer. Like, yeah. <laughs> saying something. Oh, and Adam's on his phone being like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. And you're going like, I mean, if it's makeup, it's going to come off pretty quickly in the match. <laughs> Absolutely. I was so confused because it just seemed so unbelievable that they would let him wrestle in that kind of condition. But they did. They did. They did. Um, Anyway, so Alex Jordan, still laughing at how many times Sullivan said something in his live review <laughs> Sunday. But about Raw, I just feel that WWE is the only promotion that's going to have the most weird spots and celebrate them on Twitter. Yeah? Yeah. Very much so. Tails P, I really wanted Becky to win, only for Asuka to miss her and Dana Brooke to win the belt back. Remember when Champa changed his theme because he was turning babyface? Cody is hurt. If only WWE had some kind of developmental to push a new guy to <laughs> the moon. Mm. Yeah, that's a very true point. Um, Let's get the rest of these. Um, On the subject of Nan versus Poppadom, Blind Raw, Nan, Poppadom, have you tried Purius, the best of both worlds? I don't know what this is, and it confuses me. Hold on. Puri? 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 Apparently it's, well, I mean, uh, they say it's for breakfast. Like it's Puri. It's the best of both worlds. Chill it out, take it slow, then you rock out the show, as Hannah Montana once said. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that says. Yeah, it's eaten for breakfast or as a snack with a light meal. Not sure I'd say a curry is a light meal. No, 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 no not at all. I'm, That's... I'm, I'm sticking with uh, with me, me Papa I'm sticking with banana. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, at least we agree that it's Peshwari or nothing. Yes. 
Hundred percent. Tundo P. Yeah. Uh, a Wood said, "Not role related, but I've been a viewer since the roller coaster WrestleMania. I think it was 2017. Just wanted to share the news that I've just found out I am going to be a DAD. Ah, oh, super excited. Love you guys. Jam that jam. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. You are in for quite the roller coaster." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's reached that point of the show. <laughs> Ten wrestler. Guys, bravo for watching this terrible train wreck show. Need a wrestle talk wrestling style show like the special one TV show. Sorry, like the special one TV puppet show with your incredible accents. Just booked my flight to Dublin from here in Melbourne. Still offering a round on me in London. Oh, well, yeah. If you come along in London. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yes, I think that was a, yeah, it was like a spitting image style. Oh, right. Uh, puppet show that had uh, about football people. I never actually watched it, but we could definitely make our own. I think we should. We've all got the puppetry skills. Oh, absolutely. We've all got the accent skills. My favourite show to watch with the kid at the moment is this uh, co-pro between the BBC and the Muppet Factory oh. called the Furchester Hotel. That sounds fantastic. It's got Elmo and Cookie Monster in it, and it's just the wackiness that happens inside this hotel. Incredible. And the different Muppets that come to stay. I love it. I absolutely adore it. It's big, really, really fun. Big fan. Um, Tin Rosa continues, Lads, get excited for Dynamite and Dominion coming up on the road to Forbidden Tour, and in turn, the G1 and Wrestle Kingdom. Sorry, I can't bring myself to care about WWE. Good matches, but damn, it's not good. Money the Bank and SummerSlam need something big. Mm-hmm. Nate says, would you rather stand around and wait in the ring for 20 minutes like Liv or be tickled for one full minute? Rather wait in the ring for 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I couldn't have done it. Honestly, it took me seconds to realise just how long a minute was. <laughs> Try watching it. <laughs> Top quality content. It, um, it, I, I'm so ticklish. I would not, I couldn't have done it. I would have just sworn so much. Oh, well. Like, I, because my wife does it to me, so like, and I, I proper like tense up. I got to just fall to the floor, curl up. I can't deal with it. Yep. I'm awful. Uh, Luke, what's your opinion on the Sullivan character in 2K22? It still haunts my dreams. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I still haven't seen it yet. Yes, yes, you need to see that. Uh, Tyler Robinson, do you see Cody filming a reality TV show or a behind-the-scenes film for WWE while he's recovering? Road to Recovery is my working title. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, actually, you know, they don't really do WWE documentaries on the, the network anymore. No. Do they not do this? Do they not do, like, 365 and 24 and all that sort of stuff? Do they still do those? I, I think they do. Do yeah, I think they do because I think I saw something on Mustafa Ali mm. recent, semi recently. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Oh, look, he's chatting about being himself. Yeah. Don't I mean, if they are still about. doing those sorts of things, yeah, absolutely. I think that is a tremendous idea. Yes, yes. Do you know what's also a tremendous idea, Sullivan? What's that? Subscribing to this channel. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I'm just going to give the floor to you. Mm. You got? Uh, you have anything to plug? <gasps> yes, yes. Thank you very much. That is very kind of you indeed. Yes, I, uh, me, and Rosie Nichols uh, from Neurosbard and uh, also CBW as well. Uh, we have just launched our Kickstarter uh, only yesterday, uh, and it's gone very well. 
done very well indeed. Very nicely. Um, and uh, and I, I implore you all to go and uh, and to, and support us. Uh, it, the show is called Grubby Little Mitts. And if you go to Kickstarter, I think our I think our URL is unbelievably long. Isn't yeah, it? it's kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash Grubby Little Mitts forward slash get Nichols and Brown to the Edinburgh Fringe. I'll put it in the chat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put it in the comment. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'll, we uh, do yeah we're doing we're doing um, we're doing very nicely at the moment, and um, and uh, it'd be great if we can get to the total uh, real quick and uh, and and fund our way to the end of a fringe. You know that not far away within twenty four hours. It's it's quite remarkable actually, yeah, because it is now twenty four hours and we are two thirds of the way. Oh, superb news! Oh. Very very thrilled for the pair of you, and I hope we can get you there. Sullivan Bow Brown. Yes. My wife and I went on a date. <gasps> that is without the kid. That is great. Yep. That is a very important thing to do. Yep. The in-laws came up. The kid now sleeps well at night. So they were like, we'll just watch the kid. In case she wakes up, you go to the curry house. Have oh, yourself a curry. That must have been heaven. No, we did. <laughs> oh, Sullivan, we did. <laughs> We ordered so much food they had to put on a second table because there was no space on ours. <laughs> what hedonistic dreams you, you I two know. have. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um I, I, I you know, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, Solomon. Mm. Uh, do, do you often go to curry houses? Do you do you have like a particular favourite? I, I, I don't know if well, there's one, uh, the Clapham Tandoori I really like. Mm-hmm. Um but actually the best curry house I ever went to was uh, in Birmingham where they gave me a naan bread that was bigger than my own head. Wow. And that was, oh, it was huge. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Um but yeah, I uh, I like Dashoom as well. I love a curry house, yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, where do you stand on Papa Dogs? Uh, I am I'm, I'm, I'm pro Poppadom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it'd be a, a pro already. <laughs> it's quite a vague, quite a vague question. Well, the, the, the point I was I was yeah. wanted to make was that like I think that we are getting Poppadoms wrong, wronger doms, if you will, wronger doms because. Okay. Poppadoms, if you've not been to a curry house in the UK, mm-hmm. poppadoms are served as like a starter. Yeah. But like if you go to an Italian restaurant and you get some bread and oil, yeah. we get poppadoms and uh, lime pickle. Yeah, and mango chutney. And mango chutney yeah. and, a, and a mint yoghurt. Yes. And some little diced up onions and stuff. Very nice. I, on the other hand, think that poppadoms are a meal-long thing. Explain yourself. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So you get your pop noms at the start. Yeah. Nom 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 nom. Mango chutney, yep. lime pickle, the works. Love a bit of lime pickle me. Yeah. I also like to use uh poppadoms as a replacement of a fork when I'm eating a curry. You've, so you've gone mad. What do you mean you <laughs> So you mix up some of your rice with your sauce and you slice off a bit of paneer and then you just sort of spoon that onto your poppadom and use it as like like you would do a nacho with chili. Absolutely, but you don't need to do this when there's a naan bread. Which kind of acts as a similar thing. Yeah, but I think poppadoms are better than naan bread. <laughs> now. <laughs> now you're talking crazy talk. <laughs> like before, I've seen it happen. All right, I've seen it happen. I've seen people use a poppadom as a fork. I've seen it happen. I, you know, I did I silently cry as it happened? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. But it's happened in front of me and it's, it's fine. But to say that poppadoms are better than naan bread... Mm. 
is the words of a madman. Well, I, I mean, I will go to bat for a Peshwari Nan. Absolutely, Don't it's the best Nan. It's, it's King of Nans. King of Nans. Absolutely. Like, and I think in the hierarchy, it beats out every single one of them. 100%. Particularly the garlic Nan. Yep. No, I've got no time for it. Got no time for a garlic Nan. No time for a garlic Nan. Like, I think it's too overpowering. I've got, I've got time for a garlic Nan, but I, I think Peshwari is definitely the best. Peshwari is way forward. Little raisins, delightful. Oh, fantastic. But yeah, I just I like the the, the crispity crunch that you get with a, a little poppadom. And the thing that kind of annoys me about going to carry houses mm. is that when you finish the poppadoms, I save some poppadoms at the end. Mm. But when they think, are you done with the poppadoms? I'm like, well, not that one. They're still like going to take away because they look at you and be like, you got to order a naan, right? Yeah. And then when I ordered my food, I ordered my curry, a little uh, tikka paneer dansak, yeah. and we ordered our, our sundries, so much so that I had to use a secondary table. Mm -hmm. And I said... Can I also get two poppadoms? <laughs> he sort of looked at me like, oh, extra to the ones you, you're eating now. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. For, for the mate. <laughs> <laughs> but did he say, but sir, you've gone mad. <laughs> but sir, a nun. <laughs> That's insane, sir. <laughs> And he quickly hurried over to his manager and said, this has never happened before. Press the button. Press the panic button. What do we do here? <laughs> do we serve nans for mains? <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> Everything's upside down. <laughs> it's the stranger things. I just thought like, because when you do, when you get a takeaway, yeah. you get the nans, so you can have your nan starter at the start. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah, your pop-up starter at the start. But I'm like, oh, this is just a brilliant little spooning device. Yeah, it is a replacement for cutlery, yes. But is it better than a naan in that situation? I don't know if it is. It, okay, now I've got a controversial curry thing. Mm. That it, I understand the listeners. I don't order rice. What? I just have naan and curry. Sullivan. But what soaks up the sauce? Not always the naan. The naan. The naan. The naan. Naan is the answer. Yeah. Because I, 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 I just want to keep it to the naan. I always get too full. It is very funny. I got a full-on bloat because yep. I had, you know, two curries essentially <laughs> and eight poppadoms. What could be causing this? <laughs> well, I'm so full. I don't know why. Could it be the two curries, the rice, and three sides, and the eight poppadoms? No, no, it can't be that. It's probably the massive cobra I'm drinking. <laughs> That takes you by surprise, by the way. Like mm. we're actually we're now late to go live. Yes. That like they I haven't been to a curry house in so long. Three years probably since the last time I went to one. And they said, uh, I'll have a cobra to start with. They said, Do you want a small or large? Mm. And I was like, Well, I'll get a large one. Yeah, it's bigger than me. Yes, you forget how massive they are. Yeah, they're massive. I said to my mom, I said, That's the only thing I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Took the complimentary drinks, but I had a gin and tonic. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts. Are you Papadom or Nan? Uh, support at WrestleTalk.com. Mm -hmm. Also, let me know if you get uh, Papadoms wrong. Um, mm. Support at WrestleTalk.com. Send us an email. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for the NXT review with Sat and SP3. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.